Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we are in the locker room. and You can't eat when you're introducing a segment, man. I'm not eating. I'm not eating. It was just a spoon for stirring. I mean, come on. You can do that. You can introduce a segment and stir. I uh, saw you know? it go into your mouth. Come on. You can't. Yeah, it did because I didn't want to put a wet spoon down on my desk. So you got you to gotta make, sure make sure it's clean. I mean, that's, that's the best cleaning method for a spoon. You know, here's the thing. Tunch would always, because I would eat on the air. I can't help it. You know what I mean? Just So he yeah. would wait until he saw me take a mouthful, and then he'd ask me a question. <laughs> and it was like, See? just busted. See? You're busted. No, no, no question. It's, it's like, listen, this is a secret. But now the secret's out. I just wanted to make sure the rest of the world knows what I'm experiencing live. It's like it's like a live look into the studio. Well, exactly. No, I, 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 I was stirring. I, ha- I had a nice little uh, chicken broth mix that I was Ooh. doing. So I was just stirring it. Very you know, good. It was just, okay. It was just a stir. So okay. I'm just, west, I'm just telling you, man, that's the way it works. You know, I mean, buddies, you know, you yeah, just exactly. kind of harass you each know? other a little. Hey, li- li- listen, there are no secrets. There are no secrets. <laughs> Ain't that yeah, the but truth. I, I will, but I will say this. I, I remember, <laughs> I forget. So, you know, after your walkthroughs, you know, in, in the right. locker, you know, you go to walkthroughs and you come back and then usually that's lunchtime, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's lunch and, and then you, and then you're getting taped up and everything ready for practice. So we, we had one teammate, Jim Jones and Jim used to always like rush in after and then grab his food and bring him to the locker room. Like he wouldn't always sit in the locker room. And Jim would sit his food on his, you know, on his chair. Right. And then he'd go about. And he was, he was, he was, he was different because, like, sometimes he'd go, to like, take a shower and then go do all this other stuff and just leave his food there. Really? Well, you, you know, <laughs> if you walk in. Right. Food's right. there. Looks pretty good. Maybe you, t- maybe, maybe you <laughs> grab a piece of that sandwich. <laughs> Maybe you, maybe you grab one or two pieces of fruit. You know, put a little right. fruit salad on there. Sure. Like, hey, I, you know what? I didn't get to try that grape. That grape looks good. <laughs> so it was called the vulture. You know, you just come in. Right. Just, you got to hey, vulturate. Hey, you set it on the chair out. You didn't sit it in your locker. You set it outside of the confines of what is your physical locker space. Right. So now it's an open space. You're only talking so about, free. what, 18 to 24 inches out extended from there? That's... That's yeah. you know like your your like the uh, you know off the coastline of Florida or you know you got two yeah, miles exactly. you know that's 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 your jurisdiction yeah two miles and and then now you're in international waters and that's you know? right and now you that's where the gambling boats used to go back in the day right? exactly like, oh we couldn't okay. gamble in Florida just boom take it off the coast all right go on this <laughs> boat and you can gamble well international waters right in the locker room boom. you know and then then he'd wonder he'd look around who took this <laughs> just sitting there just giggling you know it's like. 
<laughs> Nobody's so, fessing so yeah, up. So no, nobody's fessing up to it. But that, that's that's the rules, right? If, if right. I, if I see it, it's not because there's a ledge in your locker room. You know right. what I'm saying? You could have easily said You can put it that. right there. That's off limits. If, you don't go into another if you're man's a locker. Clean person, you never go into another man's locker. If it's clean, you know, hey, nope. boom. But you set it in the chair, extend it out from the locker room, open game. That's so, it. so no, no, no. Yeah, Jim used to get frustrated. And we're like, well, well, you wouldn't have this problem, Jim, if you ate in the, lo- in the lunchroom. <laughs> you're not supposed to eat in the locker room. That's Snacks right. only. What's the matter with no you? No meals. Yeah. So no. So so that that was one of those funny things you're talking about. That like, hey, listen, there's no secrets. <laughs> you know, if As you for want sure. it to be there, clean your locker so the ledge is clear, and you can put your food in there, <laughs> and have like a little pseudo table. But you sit it in the chair, extend it out, free free reign. You know free what? Rain. Then it's, it's like it's like when they put the candy dish out. You know, at the uh, yeah at at the bank, right? You know, they want you to take a lollipop. Well, even you at Halloween, have to just be a kid, right? You yeah, ever go, you, you got you know yeah. somebody leaves a, a bucket out there in front of the house with candy in it. Well, they didn't say how many you could take, so you might you know take a few extra. And and even say rotor. please 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 take one. You know that's a suggestion, like speed limit. <laughs> you know you're supposed to go 45, but it, it's a suggestion. You know sometimes you go 47, right. 50. Hopefully nobody's going 60, but uh, you know it, it happens. I'm not looking at the speedometer. Well, if every you go second, if then. you go 54, you should be good, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's, nine uh, miles, nine yeah. miles under. Don't go to 10. <laughs> Stays in single digits. You're good. <laughs> it's at nine nine miles yeah. over. You know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Sweet spot. That's a sweet spot. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Wolf, I, I want to talk about this in this segment. Is you know. We, we've talked about Cam. We've talked about TJ defensively. Right. Um, Minka this year, obviously a lot more on his plate. You know, he's do, he's asked to do a lot more, right? They expanded the playbook for him, so to speak, as far as his responsibilities. And obviously it didn't lead to early successes as far as in the stat category. You know, I remember people were hard on him. He's not, he doesn't have an interception. He, do, he doesn't have these explosive plays that we're thinking about or forced fumbles. But – Obviously, he came into form midseason once he was good with his new role. Um, you know, just where do you assess Minka? Obviously, he didn't get the Pro Bowl nod. He didn't get any All Pros, and and me, I still think Minka's still a fantastic safety. I mean, I, I don't want a different safety. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think what he presents, just his his sheer stalking ability, you know, just puts a mental edge inside of any type of receiver going downfield. Ah, I got to stay away from 39. You know, I, I want to get near him because bad things happen when you get near 39. I mean, what, what was your assessment of Minka this year? You know, I think it was it's just you're, – you're, you're just about spot on, Max, because I think we're talking about one of the, the greatest turnover guys that, that's capable of, of being able to turn plays – I mean, he fast breaks interceptions, you know, when he does stuff like that. Fumbles, interceptions, things like that. But then, you know what? People just stay away from him. You know, you're going to start to go another way when you see 39, which is why I think one of the things that can be strengthening to his position is to play him in a multitude of positions. And one of the things that I liked about Terrell Edmonds was I thought that you could do a lot of switching back and forth. You know, Terrell is not the same as a deep safety. All right, he's not that. He's a box guy. But at the same time, he still has abilities to be able to do that. And one of the things I think with Minka is, you know, to have him as a a head cracker in the box is, is not giving him the opportunity to make the plays. You know, so being able to move him around in 
and and be able to disguise where he's at to create that conflict for quarterbacks like with Troy. You know, one of the greatest things I've I've, I've always remember with Troy was you guys were playing the Bengals, and I went behind the end zone when they were backed up on the four. The Bengals were backed up on their own four yard line, and Carson Palmer was the quarterback. So I'm back there, you know, like you like to stand behind the end zone. I was there too, and I. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and they go up to the line of scrimmage. So Carson's now proceeding to do that seven yard walk from the huddle to the line of scrimmage. So as he's walking up, he looks over, and there's Troy to his right, the defense's left, off over the tight end, and he's just sitting at about, oh, I don't know, 12, 10 yards deep, something like that. So Carson comes up, and he gets under center. He starts to do the snap count. Well, Troy proceeds to then go in motion right behind, you know, the line of scrimmage, right behind uh, Joey, behind, let's see, who was over there? That would have been Joey Porter, and then it was uh, uh, Clark. No, it was uh, then James Ferrier and um, other inside backer. Uh, uh, foot, footy. Oh yeah, Larry, Larry Foot. Okay, so he gets there. He's he's like just off the rump of Casey, right? Now you can see yeah. Carson is like going. Um, he's starting to stall out, going move. Uh, you know, he's because he's wondering if he's going to do the Superman, right? Well, Troy goes all the way over to the other side. And he's by, uh, I guess it would be Joey Porter because Clark was on the other side. So yeah. he's over there, and now you see he's outside of of Joey Porter. And now you can see, like, all right, Carson's confused. So then he goes ahead and he snaps the ball, and at the snap, Troy sprints back and he goes in a cover three, middle zone cover three, 30 yards deep. I mean, it, it was, like, mind-blowing, right? I mean, to watch this yeah. unfold. And Carson Palmer didn't have a clue what his former roommate at USC was doing. Yeah. So that's what I talk about when I'm, I'm talking about being able to disguise and being able to freelance a little bit. I think Minka's got that sort of Troy thing without the hair. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I, I, and here's the funny thing. I was going to say he's Troy Light, you know. Oh, I like that. Be- because I, because he does offer some of that. He still has a little bit more to gain in the knowledge bank to be able to, like you said, I mean, literally start one place, get to another place, just because he knows he's messing with them and still have enough time to recover. And it, it, it's always funny when when I, when you see guys that you know have that skill set. Right. It's like, I know where this started. You know, he, he, he's 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 diving into the steel into the Steelers uh, video archives yes. um, to figure out some of the because, like you said, he's going to he's going to rock forward, come down, kind of kind of start to walk back. He'll he'll get there a little bit sooner. And it's just it's a confusion. And, and what Minka provides is he provides doubt. Yep. And what that doubt can lead to. It's a half second longer for. Oh, T.J. Watt. Oh, Cam Hayward. To make it to the quarterback and put him on his back. No and doubt about I it. think that's one of the cool things that you have because not every team has that. Right. You know, we could go around the league and we could name probably 28 other teams that don't have what Minka provides, you know, and given the other four, those are the guys that went to the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> but I think that's kind of one of the really cool things. And, and, and I loved his play. And even though people are like, oh, his PFF grade wasn't – wasn't this? Oh, he didn't have an interest. I'm like, you don't understand what he provides in the intangibles, the things that you can't record. Yes. On, 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 on a stat sheet. But guess what? The the scouts that are visiting, 
have a page worth of notes <laughs> about Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> and things you got to worry about. And that that's that's more valuable than seeing a tackle stat, an interception stat, a forced fumble stat, um, because he is providing doubt. He's providing game plan issues, things you have to account for during your week. Instead of worrying about total packages, you're not ISOing in on a single player and his tendencies because what he gives you is what they will allow you to to run. And that and that and that's key. And that's key because we talk about this when you have mismatches, it is a headache during the week. Because, you know, even for me, right? The week side have Terrell sucks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, guys are popping lock. Hey, hey Max, uh, you know, what are you thinking about on these third and shorts? Uh, well, I'm thinking about the Okay, well what if he lines up here? You're like ah let me get my process in. Stop, stop, bot. But that's the same thing. You have to imagine the quarterback thinks, hey, you see 39 lined up left. Where are you going? Or what are you assuming the coverage is? Okay, now he drops into the box. What are you going to do? Okay, is it a bait or is it this? You know, and you start having to ha- – now you have all these – and now he's moving around live yes. on game day. Yep. Like like Miss Pac-Man wa- wa- going around <laughs> trying to collect the beads. Yep. You're like, ah. Uh, uh, throw throw the check down. Just throw the check yeah. down. Don't go deep. <laughs> Make it look deep. Don't throw deep. Exactly. Do not throw deep. No, absolutely. And the thing that's amazing is to watch that he really became, in many ways, uh, or demonstrated his ability, his physicality in tackling. Now, he had some rough issues early on. He missed a couple of tackles early on. And to his credit, he was, you know, yeah. he, he went about and, 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 and fixed that. But um, tackling was an issue all really for, throughout the season for everybody. But it wasn't just Minka. Uh, but, every you know, you had this issue. And I, I think that's one of the biggest problems you got in modern-day football is not lacking that ability to practice those fundamentals at, at a level that you can recover from, but you still get absorbing the, the, the blow and, and being able to deliver the blow. You know what I mean? Uh, there's got to be yeah. a balance there, and it's just unfortunate. But I will say this: I think Mika really demonstrates, really is able to balance between the aerial uh, artistry in being able to cover and intercept and all that, and be able to drop to the box and be physical like a hybrid linebacker. Yeah, no, and and that's why you know I look at him, and he he's an he's an integral piece of this defense. When you're thinking about guys that are the core guys, when you're going around. You know, Minka is in that TJ Cam category of players that you're like, you know, got to have it, right? You know, got to have it. Now, we, now we're about to go to break, but, you know, we can also start diving into who else we like mm-hmm. that's going to be an inter- integral foundational piece, right, as we retool. I'm not going to say rebuild. <laughs> as we retool for, for next season. So, Thank you guys for listening in. We're going to go to break real fast. Uh, you know, Ninja's got to pay bills, you know, and uh, and Wolf and Starks, we'll, we, we will be here. We, we're going to re- regress and uh, figure out what we're going to do. I'm, I'm going to enjoy some chicken broth. <laughs> Wolf's going to have some, 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 some gluten-free granola, oh, and, yeah. uh, and we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> You're here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. <laughs> Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. 
Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Now, he was a big drink of water. 6'7", 240 pounds is what he came out of Wisconsin. And for a cheese eater, that's not that's pretty light. That's, that's, th- skim, that's skim milk cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. That's exactly it, but the Steelers low, fifth round low pick. Low moisture part skim. <laughs> low moisture part skim. Oh yeah, mozzarella. Mozzarella. Not yeah, <laughs> Swiss. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I can't can't do that because Isaiah Loudermilk was a guy that when he was drafted and then it went to camp and everything, and I just thought, you know what? Um, no way you're going to see this kid much this year. He's going to go. He's going to spend his time in the weight room. He's going to spend his time drinking the, you know, the uh, the heavy duty uh, protein shakes and do squatations right. all, and all fat protein yeah, shakes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, just high eat, density. <laughs> eat steaks like crazy. You know what I mean? And we're not going to see much of him. But boy, I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, this young man has really come on and done some very good things, and he's had 23 tackles. 16 of them solo, three PBUs, one sack. He played 29 or yeah, 29% of all defensive snaps. And one thing you love about this kid, you watch him because he watches Cam Hayward and he really is one of these guys that that is he's like a sponge, he absorbs what he sees. He's got a low pad level and max um you know, you watch that lockout. It's all important in today's football to be able to go from your hands to the ground to that lockout on the offensive lineman or vice versa and the other way around. Um, but the lockout is so important for the defensive lineman. Well, it, it, it's paramount, especially when you're talking about 3-4 defensive linemen, right? Right. It, it's, it's that kind of you, – you remember that piece of equipment that's in the weight room and where you sit in that firing position, it's got the two independent arms. Right. And you fire out and you push it up in the air. It's almost – it's almost – I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. I know what but you're it's talking like about, a, yeah. It's like a standing incline press yes. almost. Right, but so, you get uh, the hip action into it. But but it works the hip action. I mean, that's essentially what you have to have as a 3-4 D-line because you're creating that kind of – that tripod effect, right? You're creating the fulcrum that anchors against – the gravity on a diagonal that prevents the offensive lineman from moving forward. And you have to be able to do that to absorb the double team blocks. And so you're like, ah, Isaiah's a little, a little light, light in the pants about that, right? Not right. enough padding in the wagon yet. Yeah. But I'll tell you what he did make up for was the fast twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew that if he was, if he was going to, to get absorbed and he couldn't take that double team, he was able to turn his body, flip his hips, and, get, and, and, and essentially do the split. He would split the double team instead. So, I mean, he just – and he learned so much. He got progressively better the more opportunities he got, the more exposure he got um, with play because of, you know, injuries and necessity. And I felt like Isaiah really grew as a player to make, to make himself a viable option, to make himself a viable guy to say, hey, if I'm not in this lineup, something's wrong on game day. 
you know, and, and we and we came to depend on him. And I thought that was yes. just a great maturation for him because I liked him a lot. We talked a lot about him in the preseason and about how this kid popped on film, right? He'd just show up on film and it's like, man, the Steelers got the decision to make along all these defensive linemen. And then we were we were like the fifty three and not the P squad. Okay, good sign. And man, were they right about that? And and did he step up and understand what he needed to do? And he knew who to look at. None better of a personal example than the guy that you're behind. Right. You know, it, it's like well, do what he does, and you'll stick around for a long time, kid. You know, say <laughs> a type of ideal. So you know, this off season is going to be about lifting weights. You know. Eating a couple porterhouses. Don't go for the oh, fillet. Yeah. It's too. It's too thin. Need a little yeah. fat. Need a little gristle on there. <laughs> yes. T- take a little gristle. It's okay. It's all right. Load up That's on where that the gristle, is. baby. That's yeah. where the flavor is, anyway. Especially he's got you that know? Man Mountain Dean beard. You know what I mean? You got to have some of that that gristle getting the beard, and it's it's just flavorful. You know? Yeah, exactly. It freezes in the winter time. You know, oh, yeah. you save it for labor. It tur- turns into like jerky. You know, you're good. <laughs> well, he's got a low pad level, like I said, that lockout. Um, you know, the thing that I would love for him to learn is that stab and and bull rush technique of, of Cam Hayward. Oh, I mean, the long arm stab. Oh, yeah. that long arm stab where you get that one point of, of, of a connection between an offensive and defensive lineman that is really hard to recover from. Because that ability to break down somebody's core, and that's what happens. When you get that one point of shot there, you take a shot to the chest, he locks out on you. You got to knock that arm down. You got to trap the arm down. Otherwise, he can put all that power into one area and concentrate it, and he gets you up on your heels. And it's people, I, I've had people go, he's just using one arm. They go, yeah, but that one arm, it's got the whole body weight behind it, all 300 plus pounds of Cam Hayward. Let me tell you something that's a powerful man, that's a leveraged man, because Cam has learned how to leverage and play with that forward lean that's just enough where he's not falling on his face. Uh, you know, and he's not upright where he negates his leverage, but he's got that position where he can put full power into it. And I, I we saw what he did when he, a couple of years ago, he uprooted Quentin Nelson, the huge guard from the Colts, and he threw, he used the, he weaponized the keister, keister of Quentin Nelson yeah. and knocked Jacoby <laughs> yeah. Brissett out of the game. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, like, you know, the long arm stab is one that takes time, but. You know, the proper place that you want to put is right at the V of that jersey. And if you can get there and get that finger inside of the j- shoulder oh, pad. and then oh, for the gription. Yeah. All, yeah, for the gription. Yeah, because it's clutching, right? It's clutching. It's not holding. That's right. Um, clutching. And then you start to push it. I mean, you focalize all of that 330 pounds, twenty, you know, 20 pounds, whatever Cam is. And then you add the force in there. That's a heck of a Oof. lot. When you're trying to bend back and you're trying to swat back and you're trying to break down this arm right. that, you know, because and then think about this. As he's here, you're trying to break this arm down. You're pulling yourself down. Yeah. The bend in the elbow is going inside out. So if you're not attacking right at the break of the elbow, you know, you, you, you're, you're just you're just fighting. You're, you're hurting yourself. You, when you go down or when you go up. Because he's moving you. So now if you're trying to go up and under, trying trying to create the double undercuts, you've now lifted yourself out of your seated position where your power is, and now you're standing straight-legged. So it, it's a tremendous thing, yeah. And like you said, if Isaiah can learn that, that just adds a brand-new dynamic because it puts a lot of force and pressure on guards. 
You know, the thing that he reminds me of, if, you know, you talk about Hindus, you know, that he reminds you of somebody else, you know, and it's, I look at him and he, he reminds me of a guy I used to play against back in the day uh, from Denver, Rulon Jones. He was a six seven guy from uh, Denver, uh, 275, 85, somewhere in there, kind of, you know, a little bit like like, like uh, uh, Isaiah is. But he was one of these guys that um, he was hard to get a good punch on. He was slippery, you know. Yeah. Now, Isaiah stays more square than Rulon did, but it won't be long before Isaiah starts to learn the art of, you know, alternating and alternating your shoulders, being able to give a, 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 a shape-shifting sort of surface, punch surface, you know, very small punch surface. And it, it, he just, whatever reason, he reminds me of Rulon Jones, and uh, I think that's something that he can exploit. I mean, there's a lot of things this kid can do, and I think we haven't seen near what he's capable of packing on power and strength-wise. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, and that that's what the first year is about, right? You know, it's kind of come as you are year one and, you know, play with what it, what it took you here, right? right? This is what got you drafted. Good point. This is what got you picked up. Play with that. But now in the offseason, hey, let, let, let's, let's go back to the factory and let's 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 rebuild this robot, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like let's go add some parts. Okay, you know what? Those deltoids look good, but I think they can be bigger. All right, yeah. The, the these abs are good, but I think they can be t- stronger. You know, let's let's put some Kevlar in there, right? You know, you start <laughs> retooling and working, like yes. you said. Let, yeah, yes, yes, your legs are nice and strong, but I think they 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 can be stronger. Let, let let's go get more padding in the wagon, right? Let's go get more keister strength. Yes. Um, you know, we're going to need some more Olympic style lifting. You know, um you're flexible but you're not flexible enough. All right, we need to get you into to some yoga or some advanced like stretching, some ARP just to expand on what you already do because you have to, you know, you have to get better from year to year. You know, yes there becomes a peak a point where you kind of peak and plateau, but He's still climbing the mountain as far as building right. building the perfect physical specimen that is Isaiah Loudermilk. You know, you think about it, he already had three PBUs, all right? Now, you don't see young guys get even that many. You know, when you think Cam's got nine, but what do you think he's been doing? He's been watching Cam, and you watch with your eyes. You see what the quarterback's at. That clock in your head goes off, and then all of a sudden you're getting your hands up at the appropriate time knowing that you're in the uh, passing lane knowing that you this is what Cam does I might as well do it if you're not getting home you get your hands up and I love the fact that Cam is such a mentor to these young guys and for the, just like you said for Isaiah it's about you you used what what got you here now you've got to take what got you here and make it better and I think that's really the next step for him just like you said what Cam said Cam said what I've liked is great what I've liked what he's seen and he says is great but what I'm expecting is even better. That's pretty pretty good words from Cam Hayward. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think that's where you know when you look at it, that 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 that's the that's the sage wisdom of a guy who's <laughs> been there, you know. And I think I think that it, and it's appropriate because listen, Cam was that young guy, right? right? He was learning from Casey Hampton, Aaron Smith, and Brett Kiesel, you know, and he had to figure out his own way about what made him into the player that he is now, you know, a decade later, you know, and, and, and that, that's what you learn. You, you take that wisdom from the elders and you apply it to what fits you and what you're capable of doing because Cam cannot be Brett Kiesel. Cam cannot be Casey Hampton. Cam can only be Cam, 
but there's certain elements from Kiesel, certain elements from Aaron Smith, certain elements from Chris Hope, Casey Hampton, that he can apply to himself. And it's trial and error, too. That's why you have practice, right, to figure out what you do good and what you don't do good and what I need to do better. Um, and, and he's and he's been able to continually self-evaluate but also take in, you know, what's around him and try and apply that to himself. Hey, man, that, that's, a, that's a good move. I might need to try that. I mean, because right. that's what we do as offensive linemen, right? Sure. You know, if we see other teammates like, man, this dude's really good with his hands. What is he doing? You know, hey, what is it? I box. Oh, you know what? I might need to go look at the boxing. Ah, oh, you know what? I, I, do, I, do, I do. There's there's a dot board for awareness, right? Right. You know, where you kind of hit hit the light board. You know, the just flashing lights. On, yeah. On, 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 as yeah, long on as you don't get it, go into a seizure, you know, because those lights yes, start flashing yes. like, ah! <laughs> ah! And then you fall down on the ground. And then you're like, ah, what happened? Um, but you try in all these different things to just give you better skill sets, whether it's better reaction time, whether it's better power, you know, the pop from those two to three inches from where your hands are to where right. they make contact. All of those things are things that you're constantly working on. And that, and that, that's one of, one of the blessings that I think having great teammates around you. That's exactly so, Max. All right, we got to take a break. But when we come back, we got the bell lap here in the locker room. Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas in the locker room. ESPN Pittsburgh, Steelers Nation Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, I was really going to go with it's the final countdown for our last last uh, segment, but obviously the uh, the beautiful guitar riff there kind of threw me <laughs> off mentally. But we are in the final segment of In the Locker Room with Wolf and Stark. Said, you know, I have an interesting question for you, Wolf. What's um, that, brother? You know, I want to see. Let's play quarterback carousel. Quarterback right, carousel, lot, you say? A lot of free agent quarterbacks out there. And, you know, they're going to need a home. And, obviously, the Steelers are going to be evaluating Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, and seeing, hey, what can we, what, you know, are we going to work with what we got? Or is there somebody out there in the ether of the NFL universe that we can pull in because they do things we like? So I'm just going to run down a quick little list. Uh, give me your thoughts about, you know, their future, I'm going to give you a, a comment and just see, you know, w w you know what we'll call it, is a Steeler not a Steeler, meaning okay. somebody the Steelers should look like, okay. should look at. All right. So I'm going to start this list off. I'm going to start off with uh, Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick will be an unrestricted free agent from Washington. You know, is a Steeler not a Steeler? I mean, he has, he has the brains. He's Harvard educated. Um, but does he have the, the panache? Because I think – you know, what Mike Tomlin has said and, and, and a lot of his his uh, musings uh, with the media um, is that he wants a mobile quarterback, a guy who's mobile. Well, we know Ryan, when healthy, is he's very, you know, almost neurotic as far as <laughs> running around. We know he could move around. Right. Um, do you think he has a skill set that would be that could foster a mentor or even come in and challenge for a starting position with the Steelers? You know, uh, looking at this guy, I'd say off the top, my very flat head, not a stealer. Um, 
and and that's just saying for the fact because he's got a tremendous beard. You know, I mean, I like to refer to him yeah. as Fitz Beard. You know, instead Fitz of beard, yeah. yeah, you know. But the fact of the matter is, I think he's a little bit old, a little bit too crustacean like, uh, and he, I don't think he would. He wouldn't give me the comfort zone that I feel that um, is necessary with two young bucks. I know he's older, but he's kind of like way older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I think you got to tone it down. Yeah, no, he's 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 getting in uh, in Ben's age bracket to where he's saying, right. well, why not bring back Ben? You know, I think right. that's what that kind of gives me that feel as well. So I agree with you. I'd say not a stealer. Um, but I do love Fitzpatrick. I do. He was a teammate of Willie Colon's yep. um, up in New York. And he d- he does give great Yeti coolers with his, does he with his really? face on them. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Oh, my God. It, it's hilarious. So, Willie, I, I'm at his house in New York. <laughs> and we go out on the back porch, and we're you know we're having some cigars. Right. And, oh, you know, nice. Crack a cold boy, tall boy. You know, he was like, yeah, man, go, 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 go in the uh, Yeti. You know, go in the Yeti. And so I go, and I'm like, is this yours, or did you borrow this? Or He's like, no, no. Ryan gave all the offensive linemen Yetis with his face on them. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, all right, just reach around the face and, and get your drink. Well, just so <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting on Terry Bradshaw to take his the whole offensive line to Hawaii. We were going to do that somehow. Somehow it just never happened. So what are we yeah, gonna say? Yeah, it's amazing. You know. you know, I'm still waiting for my arch card from uh, Willie Parker for going <laughs> over uh, 1,300 yards rushing. But I digress. I digress. You know, hey, hey, hey. When you get it, I'll get it. You yeah, know, exactly. We, we can both enjoy it. You know. All right. Next on the list, Andy Dalton, Red Rifle. <sighs> you know what? Definitely not a Steeler. Definitely yeah, not no, a Steeler. No. You know what? Um, it's a quick pass. Yeah. It, it just that, that. That's yeah. That's. You know, the carrot top thing just doesn't work in the Steel City. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. As much as, you know, I, I, I appreciate, uh, you know, ginger as a flavoring. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, anywho, uh, before I get kicked off air, let's move on to the next name. Yes. Uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton. Um, no, I, I would rather play him at tight end or, or linebacker than, than a quarterback. You know, I mean. Uh, he's a big-bodied guy, and at this point in time in his career, I think that uh, you know, yes, of course, he can run with the ball, but I mean, he can he can run better than he can throw, and uh, I just I, I don't see him being a stealer. No, no, I, I think you know this is the new uh, Tim Tebow project if he wants to continue to play in the NFL. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, this is an interesting one. Tyrod Taylor is interesting because he is brought in specifically for those situations where. The young quarterback or competing with, you know, once you got a quarterback stepping down, competing in that next level. He's a guy that's intriguing and interesting because he has the mobility to be able to get around. He still has enough of the arm and the, I don't know. I mean, you could, you've, I've always thought he had the ability to throw, that he understood all the route concepts and everything and could read coverages well enough. And he, he he's not afraid to come off his first or second, you know, and get down to the third uh, in his progression. And he's not afraid to tuck it. So he's an interesting guy that I'd like just go, hmm. Hmm. Just put that in put that in the Steeler maybe pile. Exactly. You know, when you're playing cards, right, you know, and if you play spade or, you know. Or, or if you're trying to cheat. like that. <laughs> yeah, or you're trying to cheat. You know, you kind of you hit. It's like, hey, hey. Hey, listen, I, I got, I got, I got three books and a possible. He's in the possible pile, right? It's like, it's like a queen of diamonds. Like, listen, it, it, once the ace and the king get out, you know, I feel there's a good, pretty good. I think that queen could walk, you know, type of deal. I, I put Tyrod in, in, in the, in that category. All right, next one up, 
Mr. Crablegs himself, Jameis Winston. And his 30 interceptions. That, you know. Well, he didn't have as many under Sean Payton, right? He was right. on pace before he got injured. Right. New Orleans was cooking uh, with him. And I, I think that's kind of the thing is, is he over those yips, right? I think that's the biggest thing you have to evaluate. And what does Sean Payton do to really change his mentality? Because obviously B.A. couldn't change it. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, B.A. can't whisperer. do that, yeah. I, I just, especially when you're down there yeah. with Tom Moore. Tom Moore is another one of those guys. He was my offensive coordinator and what we, we refer to as the real quarterback whisperer back in the day, you know, one of the originals. But uh, if if those two guys can't get you kind of right, I, I don't know. And, and, again, you know, we don't know how it would have played out with Sean Payton. Sean Payton's a yeah. heck of a coach, no matter how yeah. you look at it. He is one heck of a coach. But um, with, with Jameis Winston, I, I – I, I don't think not a stealer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm on board. I, I you know, listen, I, I get he he's a very excitable guy. I, I he's not mobile <laughs> enough for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and that's what you need. All right, moving on. Uh, another uh free agent guy, uh, who we, we referenced earlier in the show. He he got he got knocked out with with uh, with a keister bomb. Uh Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is is one of those guys that you know, he, he's got that possibility. Again, mobile, he can still throw. <laughs> Keister bomb. How <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? do I get you with that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just so funny to watch Cam Hayward run Quentin Nelson all 6'5", 340 pounds, backwards right into Brissette, knocking him down. And that, to me, that was just the weaponization of a Keister. You know what I mean? Because it yeah, was the exactly. Keister that took out Jacoby Brissette. Jacoby Brissette is, is a possibility – I don't know what his price tag would be, you know, because whoever yeah. it's going to be has got to be someone that comes within the constraints of, you know, moderate pricing. Well, you think about this. He has to be moderate, right? He was a backup in Miami this year. Right. And Tua played a lot. So, but he was one of those guys. He was that. I don't think he has the same value that he carried when he went to Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, when he was, I don't think he's that. I think he's now at that journeyman status now. Now he's on his third plus team. Um, so I would, I, I put, I, I think he's in the reasonable category and, and, and you're thinking about this, this is competition bridging and help. I don't know how much he could mentor Mason at this point in his career, because I think he's still thinking he's starter capable and wants to go to a place where he has an opportunity. But, um, but yeah, he's, he, he's, he's one, he put him on the possible pile. Uh, right? he's, so we got, he's one of those guys that's possible. We got Tyrod Taylor and we got, um, yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby right? Brissett. All right, now here, here's now here's going to be t- the next two are going to be very interesting. Okay. All right, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is without a doubt in my mind a very good NFL talent who has never quite been able to get to where he needed to be able to. He never got in that comfortable place of being able to exhibit his full ability, and I I don't know for whatever reason I'm going to say no. I don't think Daddy okay. Bridgewater's a guy. Yeah, I think he's no, and I think Denver might try and retain his services just for another year just to see what they have. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is um, – I, yeah. I, I put him a notch below Jacoby Brissett and Tyrod Taylor. I, you know, yeah. he's a mobile guy, but he's mainly a mobile guy. <laughs> and uh, – 
So you know, he's saying accuracy is optional. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's 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 like um, he's like a uh, you know general area you know area code type guy. You know. <laughs> So you're saying I'm jump saying, ball king. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'd have to say not a stealer. All right, okay. Uh, let, let me move through the next three, and then and then we'll be done with this exercise for right now because we obviously know who, who, who the big dogs are, and we're not even thinking about them. Right. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, uh, I think he's done. And he's, he's another immobile sort of guy, and uh, – you know, I can understand if you want to bring him in for another team, but not definitely not a Steeler. All right, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky is interesting. Mitchell Trubisky is a guy that he's got – he can throw the ball. He's got uh, mobile legs, everything. I'm not sure he's ever been given the proper opportunity to be able to blossom in the roles that he's possessed. He's a guy – he's a guy that I think has – as possible. Matter of fact, I would put him definitely with, with Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, and Mitchell Trubisky. Put him ahead of the other two. Yep, yep. I, I I like him as well. I think he's an intriguing option as well. He's got a heck of an arm, man. You know, he does. He does. And, and I think he he's one of those guys. Like you said, he's mobile enough. Um, and and like you said, he has a live arm. And when you talk talking about trying to stretch the field, I think he has. Those components. Yeah. Um, now, and, and mind you, to our listeners, just want to make sure we're saying guys are potential to come in and push and help Mason and, and Dwayne. Dwayne as well, yep. because I think this is a bridge year. I don't think we're going for a quarterback. And like, listen, I know Kenny Pickett won't be available, you know, and I know Matt Corral's injured. So, I mean, when I'm thinking about some of the some of the some of the kids coming out in the draft this year. Uh, you know, Malik Willis, I don't think offers what we're looking for. You know, Sam Howell is one that I'm, I'm still thinking, you know, could be a possibility. I'd have to check him Steelers. out. Yeah, North Carolina kid, check him out. But, uh, but we're talking about what's existing. Right. So we have, we have a possible pile of three. Yes. Right now, right? We got, we got Mitchell Trubisky, Tyrod Taylor, and we have um, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. All right, so so we've done this exercise. We went through the free agency list, yes. the top available ones, so that's good. All right, what, what, what's on the tube tonight? Uh, oh, what's yeah. the viewing lineup? Don't for the forget the curse of Oak Island. Last week they were finding some Portuguese stuff going on. Oh, how can they connect with the Portuguese? The Portuguese might have been coming over. We don't know if they got Vikings that have been coming over. We got all kinds of my, people. Templar Knights, there. everything. Absolutely. You know? We don't know. So I'm excited it, to see what they're going to come up with next. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. And then, of course, we, we will, of course, rehash that tomorrow because I'll be watching Oak Island as well tonight in my office. So uh, I, I'm excited, man. This has been another fun day. But, Wolf, it's been a pleasure. Always We've a done pleasure, it. brother. We did it. We, we did it. We've done it. Weekend at Bernie's all the way to TJ Watt and <laughs> Keister Bombs and everything else. And all so, quarterbacks in between. Yeah, no. So we appreciate you guys. And always remember – Dial in the show, SNR, Nation. This is your radio as well. It is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, but we're here for Steelers Nation Unite. We want to hear from you guys. Glad we got a Mauritius reference in there with my monkey story. <laughs> so appreciate you, Herm. But uh, you've been listening to In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. We will be back tomorrow, and Ninja Jacob will be at the helm as well. So enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk later. 
Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.